Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. To better understand relationships, especially between genders, we need to go back to the beginning. Over the centuries, there has been a battle between male and female. Within every culture, there are divisions and differing behaviours. Therefore, let us go on a journey through history. And this real-life drama has four acts. It is titled, In God's Image. Act 1. Imagine we are back in time, at the beginning. God has created the heavens and the earth. He has filled the earth with such beauty. There are trees for food and pure, clean water to drink. The vegetation is lush and colourful. All the animals are living in peace and harmony. The birdsong is diverse and penetrates the clean, fresh air of the morning. The fish and creatures of the sea are plentiful. Everything is good. We listen to the voice of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 31 Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. We pause for a moment and meditate on the affirmation of our Creator. He prepared everything that would be needed before he created the first man and woman. We see the first man and woman are created in God's image. They are a reflection of him. In his own image of love and tenderness, nurturing and intimacy, provision and protection, he created them both, male and female. In them is the complete fulfilment of all that he wanted. They are the object of his great love. As a result, God looked out over all that he had made, and it was very good. He blessed them equally, 
Out of adoration he honoured them. He gave them his dominion, power and authority to rule and reign over all the earth. In his great love he said to the first man and woman, I give it all to you. Look after my perfect world. Together both male and female completed God's creation and it was indeed very good. We hear God tell us it is not good for man to be alone. He needed someone to come alongside him. Someone of the same kind of flesh yet different. Together they are created in my image. I like the rest of my creation where I spoke everything into existence. I created the first man and woman intimately. I breathed life into them. I caused man to fall into a deep sleep and out of him I brought forth woman and was indeed very good. God shares his intimacy with us and tells us how he created. What a powerful demonstration of his love. He gave everything of himself, even his very breath of life. He is eternally committed to them and walks in the garden with them. Man and woman were God's masterpiece of all his creation. Both with the image of God, both blessed, both given dominion to rule and both equal to each other. Created out of love for love, to complement each other and have equal relationships of love, respect with each other and their creator. Both male and female have their origin and identity in God. Designed for good. Equal. Equal. That was the evening of the morning of Act One. Act Two. It is a new day. Everything is very good. We look out over God's perfect world and see all the food he has provided. God is still working. Genesis chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In amongst the trees for food we see two other trees. One is the tree of life everlasting. This is eternal life living forever, one with all things good, reproducing only good, one with God and one with his perfect creation. The second tree is the knowledge of good and evil. This is death being one with good and evil, reproducing both good and evil. We remember that everything is very good. This is God's perfect world, where evil has no place or no power. 
we remain silent. God, out of his great love, gives a choice. Not only a choice, but freedom and wisdom regarding that choice. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 to 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. The choice is a matter of life and death. God has given his wise counsel. Now it was the deceiver's turn. He questions God's word. To the woman he says of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Everything seemed so clear when God spoke. The choice was simple. To partake of God's wisdom and the tree of life forever, being one with good. Or to choose to partake of the evil one's deception and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Doubt, confusion and selfish desire take root. What to do? Before the end of the third chapter in Genesis, the first man and the first woman chose to partake of the evil one's deception and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This was instead of partaking of God's wisdom and the tree of life. They both chose a relationship of distrust, distance and rejection of God's wisdom, resulting in death and ruin, rather than a relationship of trust intimacy and receiving God's wisdom resulting in life and fruitfulness. Both man and woman were given by God his power and authority to rule and reign over his perfect world. They chose to give over that power to be one with both good and evil. As a result activating evil into God's perfect world. They ran and ran and ran as far as they could. Trapped in their own pride, consumed by shame, they tried to hide. Yet God pursued them in love and he covered their shame. Yet evil and their selfish desires had taken root and gone deep into their hearts and minds. God explains to them. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16 to 19 To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife 
and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and for dust you shall return. Every good thing that God gave to man and woman is now corrupted. Even their relationship between one another, which was once equal, is now unequal. Each one striving for control and power over the other. The woman desires to control the man, and the man tries to dominate the woman. Their flesh has taken root. The flesh desire of a woman is to run after another in an attempt to control and manipulate to get what she wants. The flesh desire of a man is to dominate and oppress another in an attempt to take by force what he wants. Both male and female have corrupted God's perfect creation order of equality and respect, damaged by evil, unequal, unequal. That was the evening of the morning of Act 2. Act 3. Many years passed. Generation after generation after generation reproducing both good and evil. There were also those who chose to be one with pure evil and those who chose to be one with pure good, choosing God. Yet the reproducible seed of humanity was still corrupted. Violence, inequality, oppression, sickness and death continued to have power in this world damaged by evil. Extreme weather patterns became more frequent as the earth continually tried to restore its equilibrium. Humanity without God tries to restore peace. Yet there is only one who can restore peace and harmony to the universe. The perfect man of incorruptible seed. One with only good. Only God is good. In his great love he came down into his own creation. As a man of flesh and blood. Born of the Holy Spirit, not of the corrupted seed of humanity. Jesus is his name. Everything is turning dark. We see Jesus' tortured body on the cross. His blood falling down to the ground. Into the dust and dirt of corrupted humanity. Upon his human body that hung on the cross, he took all the damage, disease, death and evil that entered this world as a result of man's offence. 
He gave up his last breath. He died on the cross. Into God the Father's hands he entrusted his spirit. Praise God, that morning, the dawning of the third day, Jesus' spirit and his resurrected body were united. He is alive. We see him walking out of the tomb. He is victorious, having disarmed the powers of evil and the selfish desires of humanity. He has restored us for the better. Both male and female in Christ Jesus have healing, freedom, equality and respect. Restored for the better. Equal, equal. That was the evening of the morning of Act 3. Act 4. But the story does not end there. We fast forward to today. We live in this world damaged by evil. Violence, inequality, oppression, sickness and death still exist. And humanity continues to run from God in an attempt to cover our shame. Instead of running to God to receive his victory and removal of all shame. Yet God continues to pursue each one in love and gives every disciple a part in his healing mission. That is to reconcile, restore and renew all things to himself. Together, both male and female, we carry his presence, identity, blessing and power and authority into every situation. Empowered to condemn the lies of the evil one and live in the victory over our self-centered desires and herald in his kingdom. We live in the final act of the end times. There will come a day when evening has come. The curtain closes on Act 4. All those who have received Jesus inherit eternal light and life. And all those who have rejected Jesus inherit eternal darkness and death. Each one still has a choice. Time is short. Let us together testify of his great love. Both male and female in Christ Jesus have his identity, blessing, power and authority, each one an equal part in God's healing mission. Sent to heal, equal, equal. He designed us for good. We chose to become damaged by evil. He restored us for the better. And together, we are sent to heal. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.